0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I think I've done this episode about nine times already, and I just can't seem to get it right. But if you're listening to this, then that means we got it. So Johnny Depp won, finally, right? It's not over. I mean, this is not over whatsoever. This girl now doesn't want to pay or doesn't have the money. And now she's going to contest it. I mean, all kinds of stuff, right? But at least he won, and he sent out a message saying he got his life back, which I honestly think that he didn't. He hasn't just yet. It's going to take a while. Things have to simmer down. I'm sure he's going to get another role later on in the future when this kind of simmers down a little bit and then you know they're going to offer him something else because he has a lot of fans. He has a lot of following. So that creates a lot of money for for movie makers. But uh, I was going to talk about the shooting from the elementary and. You know, I had something going on on the last recording and I just, I just, I don't, you know, things like this I don't like because it's the information that you read. You read one thing and then you read another and then you, it, everything is, it's weird. You know, I'm reading that there was people there, there was cops there that they were waiting and parents were pissed off yelling at them, telling them to go in and then they just waited forever. And they, I mean, it's just, there's a whole timeline and you read the timeline, you're like, man, what the heck? Like, what the hell takes you so long? Why are you taking so long? What is the protocol? But I am not going to talk about that. I decided I'm not even going to get involved in what I think the cops should do. I have, obviously, I have my opinions. And when it comes to having your child in school, and if that was my child, there would be nothing. There will be nobody or nothing in my way that was going to stop me from ramming my truck into those front doors. I'm going in. I could give a rat's ass who's there. I'm going in there, period. That's what I would do. So, you know, I don't care if people are like, you just can't walk in there. It's bullshit. My kid's in there. There's a dude with a gun shooting. I'm going in there. And I don't know what it takes so long to take a a decision and have a plan for things like this. But like I said, I'm not going to... Talk about what they should have done better. I just want these people to figure something out—a way to protect the children, a way to keep the schools safe. On one of my episodes, I said I was talking about this situation, and I said that you know they should, they should, they should be—we should have security or, or you know ex-military or and somebody there. And I know there's some people are like, well, we can't have a fortress, we can't have snipers in the roof. I'm not asking for that. Or I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, the schools should be closed campuses. Period. The kids are going there to learn. Okay, and if you're there, the only reason why, if you're a parent or you're an adult and you're going there, is because you have a kid sick in school. You're going to a teacher parent conference, or you're pulling out of your your school. You're pulling your kid out of school early, or your 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 kid is sick. That's the only times where parents are going to go in there, right? For for. For business for stuff that they need to take care of maybe hey your son's being bad we need to talk to you but there shouldn't be people will just be there shouldn't be people there shouldn't be people shouldn't be able to just walk into a school they should have these places closed off period and you want to go in the only way you can go in is through the office and they have to bus you in that's the way it should be i live out in the outskirts and where I live, there's prisons not too far from here. I would say about 35 minutes or so. And in those schools, in the high schools over there, you just can't go into the classrooms. If you want to go into the office, they have to bus you in because of the, because there's, you know, there's there's prisons in that town. So you just can't, you know, I'm sure you just, you just can't walk in there. So that's why you have to press the button and they, look at you through the camera, and they bust you in. Yes, you can run into the campus and all that stuff, but there's police officers there on site because that's just you know the right thing to do. There's prisons around there. You never know what could happen. Somebody could escape, and there's a high school there or a junior high or whatever, and you obviously need to have cops all over the place. So I know that this can be done, but I'm not asking to put snipers on the roof. I'm asking for a way to figure this out, to close these campuses up, to the only people that can walk in there are the people in the list, the people that, the parents, whoever, the credential. You need to have some kind of credential, something to be able to walk into that school, okay? It's not a jail. It's not a fortress. It's a school. You go there to learn. You shouldn't be able to just walk in there, okay, period. I still stand with that. But uh, instead, you know, I'm going to move on from this, and I'm going to talk about guns because there is a lot of... You go into the news and you go into the articles and to the internet and man, these people just are fighting back and forth. Oh, guns this. And the other people are like, oh, they're this and that. They're trying to take their guns rights away. And it's just back and forth. Instead of coming up with a solution, people are fighting back and forth about the stupid guns. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you, I'm, gonna, I'm going to be honest about it. I have, I have guns. I've always had. And uh, when I was 18 years old, I did not think about owning a handgun. Okay. My parents, my father was not a hunter. He was not a fisherman. He was not any of that. Neither was my grandparents, my grand, my, his father. So my father never took us out hunting or, hey, let me teach you how to shoot this gun, any of that. Okay. So at 18 years old, I wasn't thinking of owning a handgun. I was young, immature. I didn't know what I wanted from life. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. Go to school for what? You know, after I graduated, what am I going to do? Am I going to live on my own? I'm scared. What am I supposed to do? You know, I have friends, and I want to hang out with my friends. And, I mean, I was immature. I was immature. There's a saying, boys will be boys. And there's also, I heard, there's also another saying that women mature faster than men. So, at 18, yeah, I was not mature enough. And I never thought about just walking into a gun shop and getting myself a rifle. I wasn't thinking of any of that, okay? And even though I was 18 years old, I don't think I was mature enough to do something like this. I didn't. You know, that's just the plain truth. I I don't think I was mature enough for it. And I finally ended up getting a gun, a handgun, when I was in my late 20s. I was a lot more mature. I took a safety class. I read books, learned how to shoot them. And uh, I bought it for protection because I believe that sometimes you are the only, you are the only person that when shit hits the fan, you might be the only person that could be there to help or help yourself or help somebody else. And sometimes help takes too long, right? As we've seen with the school, sometimes help takes way too long to get to you. So you need to be able to protect yourself and your family and your neighbors You know what? Civilians, good people. So I went and purchased a gun. Like I said, took some training classes and read some books and went to the shooting ranges. And I've always had a gun since my late 20s. And uh, I carry it everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, I always have a gun. It doesn't matter where I go. I don't flash it. I don't show it in my state. I can conceal it. So you don't know if I'm carrying or not. That will be something that if you think that you're going to do something, that's the risk that you're going to have to take. So I'll just leave it at that. I carry it for protection and I don't want that taken away because sometimes we need them. Sometimes we need them. But I also knew that no matter what, I couldn't go around trying to be a badass. I couldn't go around flashing it. I couldn't go, you know, go around doing stupid things with it, I knew that I had to follow the rules of and and everything, the state rules and what am I supposed to do with it? When when can I take it out? When can I shoot? When can I do like how to I had to learn all that so I can protect myself just in case something was to happen. I don't end up in jail. So I always made sure that I never did anything stupid. And I've always just kept it for protection. Not for anything else. Occasional, we go out shooting, and you know, it's a sport, right? Go out there shooting guns and rifles, and but I never, I never had the mentality to go and and to do something stupid. Like I said, some of us, some people mature a lot faster. Some of us take a lot longer to mature. I don't think I fully matured until I was in my thirties. You know, I, I just I don't think I ever matured all the way until in my 30s into my early 30s. I think I, it takes a, a little bit longer for some boys, some guys to mature. But even though even though I didn't fully mature till my 30s, I knew what right and wrong was. And like I said, I didn't grow up. My father wasn't a hunter. He didn't show us gun safety. He didn't teach me how to kill a deer or any of that. All that I had to learn from, on my own because I figured that owning a firearm was a good idea just in case I ever needed to protect somebody else or myself, and you know, if, in case there's something that that was to happen, it makes me feel safer. But like I said, I knew the rules. I read the book. I read everything that I needed to that I needed to read in order for myself to to get myself the handgun. And I did all that before I went and purchased it. So I, w- I already knew. I already knew what the consequences were. And what I had to do. With that being said, if I was eighteen years old and I went into the gun shop and I wanted to buy an AR fifteen and I just went in there by myself, I would expect to be questioned. Absolutely. How old are you? Eighteen. You're you want an AR fifteen? Why? And this is where the people the, the the big time you know, the people that are, are pro gun, they're gonna go, Well, that's bullshit. If it's you know, if it's this is the law and if you're a certain age, there's nobody should tell you what the hell you're purchasing it for. It's yours. I'm just saying, because myself at 18 years old, I wasn't mature enough to own something like that, and I know that. So I would expect somebody to ask me questions like, "What are you doing with this? Are you where's your? Are you are you gonna go out shooting? What are you doing?" I would make some kind of conversation. To I would expect that from the person selling me the gun before they before they sold it to me. When I when I bought my first handgun, it was a piece of crap handgun. I bought it for like $145. And uh I went in there and they didn't just give it to me. The guy was asking me questions while I was filling the paperwork out. The guy was asking me questions like, "So, how's it going? And this is your first handgun?" And he was just filling me out to see if man, is this guy is this guy a whack job or what's going on? Like, you know, this these people actually cared? who actually bought the handguns, and they, would, they can refuse service at any time. Like You know what, dude? You're, like, fucked up. We're not selling you anything. Get out of our store. It, it takes that. You know, people that actually care, people that are selling the product, they're going to ask you, you know, buying a gun is not like buying a car. So I would expect people to, if I'm super young or I look super young, to ask, ask me some questions, you know, like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing with it? You know, what? oh, I'm just going to hang out. I'm just going to go with my friends and, sh- and shoot. Like, where are you shooting? Oh, you know, I would make some kind of conversation just to, like I said, like just to kind of feel the person out, feel the the person that's buying this. And, you know, there's this there's this thing called the, the cooling off period where they sometimes wait three three days or whatever to give you your handgun to, to cool off, right, just in case you something happened and you're trying to do something with it and you're pissed off and you go buy one. They just won't sell you one. Not all the time, unless you have like a concealed weapons permit, something like that, where you can just go in there and purchase it and walk out. But for a lot of people, sometimes you have to wait. Sometimes after the background, they're like, hey, you got to have to wait. And then if, if you get it, we'll call you. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the cooling off period, no matter how long it, you know, how pissed off I am that I want it now. And my friend can go in there and buy it the next day and he gets it and I can't. I'm okay with that. You know, maybe that's just, it's just better that way. But like I said, when I was that age, I wasn't. I played video games too. I played war games. Yeah, there wasn't all these cool war games like there is now. But there was war games, and I played. I played all day. Not all day, but I played. I played a lot. I played video games a lot, and I never thought about going and doing this shit and shooting shit up or none none of that. I never. I'm gonna go buy myself an AR-15 real quick. I never once thought of that. Like that's what I mean. Everybody is different, but at that age, that I was immature. I was immature and I knew myself. It's like I can't there's no way that I can go get one of these things. Like you gotta be kidding me. You know, like I don't even make enough money. At eighteen years old, I didn't make enough money to go buy myself a an AR fifteen. So that's what I mean, is like things like that that we have to question uh people that you can you look and you you can kind of tell like, okay, like what you know what, what's going on here? Why is this person wanting to buy this? And how old are you? You just turned eighteen, okay? You know, well, it's my right. I want to buy it. It's, it's the. I think we have to care a little bit more, and we have to figure out a way to, to make it a little, a little bit harder. Maybe just a little bit of a better background, or maybe a way we can teach the the people that work there, or the people that are selling handguns, to kind of have take classes on, you know, on just kind of maybe trying to read some people or, you know, see how they act and and you know ask ask a few questions, some trigger questions that maybe they can, maybe if you if they ask you a question and it you you get you know you're like oh this and that and it triggers something on you and you can be like okay dude you need to relax you need to come back another day or, you know what or, or we're just not gonna sell you a handgun get the hell out of here. I don't know, something like that. I'm just, I'm just spitballing things. I'm not saying that that's what we should do. I'm just spitballing things because stuff like this is just getting out of hand, and uh, I don't want to lose my my handgun or my rights or a handgun way to protect my family because of people doing stupid shit. And you know, maybe in in that state you should raise the the age limit. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what it is. I know Texas is is pretty is pretty hardcore, kind of like our state. You can go purchase a handgun, a rifle, whatever you want, at a certain age. No questions asked. It is very popular. There's wild, wild west, right? So, you know, it's a normal thing to see people walk around with guns around here. the supermarkets and everywhere. There are people are people. Some of them show their handgun. You know, they're they're walking with it on their side and their hip. I don't like to show my handgun. My handgun's always with me. Like I said, if it's something that you're willing to do, then you're gonna have to take that risk. Because you're not gonna know that I have that, and that's how I like it. Just I don't want to cost any. I don't want people looking at me because there's a lot of people that freak out and oh my god, he's got a gun. And you know it's just stupid. People act stupid. People that are like are super against guns. They start freaking out and they act really dumb. But uh, you know there's 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 things that we can do. I mean I'm I, I'm not the right person obviously to figure out what to do with this, but there's professionals that dedicate themselves to this kinds of stuff that they can maybe come out with some kind of plan. And it's been so long now, all this stuff is happening that I cannot believe that nobody has come up with some kind of plan instead of just trying to take away the guns away and doing some bullshit things. Instead, we should figure out a different way. Like I said, you cannot stop this. This is long gone and over. There's just too many guns there. It's already flooded. It's everywhere. And you just can't, you just can't take everybody's guns away in this country. You're, it's not gonna happen. You're not just gonna say, "Hey, give me your guns." Good luck. Good luck, because we're just not gonna give them up. It's just, it's not that simple. You know, people need to protect themselves, and I truly, truly believe in that. I think that we should be trained. I think that it's one of the things if you want to purchase a gun. I really think that there should be training. You need, you need to go through training first. To see if you can even operate a handgun before you shoot yourself. Because there's a lot of accidents. A lot of accidents are cost at home. A lot of them are cost cleaning your handgun. That people don't check stuff. People don't check, you know, they have one in the chamber and they take the clip off, they're cleaning the gun and they're let go of the they let go they let go of it and boom, shoots them. So I mean, I don't know. It's just maybe we can do something. Maybe there's maybe you can take a class where you know, they show you about gun safety. I don't know. Maybe I'll just throw this out. Maybe there's they can have a class where you have to go through some kind of screening or go up and talk to have places where you can go up and and fill an application and maybe there's a psych psych like a like a psych one of those psychology evaluations where they ask you a few questions, make sure you're okay. You know, everything's fine. Are are you on some kind of drugs or whatever it is? Maybe there's it can be something like that where, okay you pass. Here you go. Um, You know, go ahead and and uh, and you're ready to go. There's a permit that you've been evaluated. I don't know something. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not the expert. I had stuff like this maybe to the to. To the experts, they're probably gonna go, What the hell? This guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, which is good. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. That's why I have a podcast and I just like to talk because I'm a normal person. This is the way I think. I think of things like this. Everybody thinks differently and this everybody has everybody, the good people, good people are worried about the things that happen in the world and we all react in different ways. But you know, this is the way I react. I try to find the plan, we try to figure something out, like what can we do? What can we do better? You know, spitballing things out is what we need to do. Sit down with the lawmakers and sit down with all these people that are constantly fighting each other in politics and sit down and be like, all right, let's spitball things out. Where can we agree? What can we do where we don't have to take the guns away and the rights away and all that stuff? What can we do to protect to protect the citizens, the good people? What can we do to protect the schools? What can we do to to uh, who the people that are that are mature, the people that are that are that want to protect their families what can we do what kind of tests can we put them through what kind of training can we put them through to make sure that uh, they're good to go when they purchase their handgun i don't know it's it's one of these topics are super hard to talk about in the podcast especially when you don't have somebody else next to you that has a different idea and it's when you're on your own just kind of spitballing things in the air but I mean, some of the things that I say might make sense to some people. Some other some other things are probably like, man, this guy's crazy. We know we can't do that. It's, it's our right. It's our right. You know, I I don't know. It's just trying to come up with something because enough is enough sometimes, and you really hate to see the news and or, or see the articles, and you're like, man, another one. Like, what the heck's going on? You know, what are we doing? But uh, you know, we need to figure something out, folks. We need to stick together. We need to figure out. We need to protect each other. We need to make sure we're always on the on, on the lookout make sure something looks funny we right away do something about it call it in i don't know something where it just doesn't seem right you know it and your gut instinct that hey man this is weird what the heck's going on here we need to be a little bit better and uh and watch watch out for one another watch out for your communities and uh take care of your kids let me know what you guys think i'm at twitter at bold Talk by joe peace